Welcome to The Crane Case, the automotive show where I present my pointed opinion and invite you, the listener, to change my mind and engage me online on our Instagram at The Crane Case. I'm Carrillo, an opinionated gearhead, and I've got things to say. Today's topic, we're talking about Evos. I like those cars. I like them a lot. I just felt like talking about them. Join me right after the break. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Welcome back to The Crane Case. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right into this. I had mentioned earlier that we're talking about Evos. Uh, Evos are a car that I've always liked uh, for a very long time. Um, They're a car that, for all intents and purposes, I kind of grew up with playing uh, in various video games, uh, one like Gran Turismo, for example, a a, a favorite of mine, longtime favorite. The Evo is a really cool car because I love the fact that it's just a compact, super fast race car that got its start in the rally scene. Um, the reason why I think that it's a special car is because, number one, it's a car that's not even available anymore. You can't buy it brand new. It was never made in super massive quantities, uh, so they are somewhat uncommon. I won't say they're ultra rare, but I definitely say that they're an uncommon car to find. Uh, and in 2020, the availability of all-wheel drive turbocharged cars has grown quite a bit than when cars like the Evo were actually cars that you can buy brand new. You can buy a Subaru WRX, a Subaru Legacy, a Ford Focus RS, an Audi TT, a Mercedes-Benz CLA 45 AMG, a BMW 330i xDrive. I mean, the point is, there's a lot of turbocharged all-wheel drive cars on the road today. All of those examples, by the way, are 2-liter or similarly displaced engines with all-wheel drive. So, 4-cylinder turbos with all-wheel drive, essentially. Cars like the Lancer Evolution by Mitsubishi, however, really, to me, kick things off for this type of platform. Now, hold on. Before you car Nazis go off, I understand that the B2 chassis Audi Quattro and the Lancia Delta Integrale are the true rally OGs. However, they never really had the effect in fanboydom that the Lancer Evolution and the Subaru WRX STI really generated. So don't try to debate me on that because that's not debatable. That's, that's what we would call an irrefutable fact. The appeal was simple. Cheap, back then, lightweight, high horsepower car made it to an all-wheel drive drivetrain that would create a superior driving slash rallying machine. Awesome. Gotta love that. These vehicles began their story in model year 1992 and ended in model year 15 with simple names, Lancer Evolutions 1 through 10, using Roman numerals for their badging. So very simple aesthetic. For 10 generations, Mitsubishi rocked the 90s and the 2000s with some serious fast machines. The first Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution was launched in 1992. It was rally bred from its inception. To make it ultra-competitive, Mitsubishi took the lightweight Lancer, reduced its weight even further, increased body and suspension rigidity, and powered it with a 4G63 type intercooler turbocharge engine delivering torque through an all-wheel drive system. The initial production run for racing certification sold out within days. It wasn't until 2003, however, after honing its performance history over several generations in Europe and Asia that the Lancer Evolution became available in the United States. It promised a thrill ride like no other for consumers out here. By that time, due to the popularity of certain video games and appearances in several Hollywood movies, the Lancer Revolution already had quite a following, even though it wasn't something that you could just normally buy every day. Each successive iteration of the car received new creative thinking. More power, more weight savings, brakes a little deeper, apex clipped a little tighter, built to come out of a corner a little harder. 
Many Lancer Evolution features like super all-wheel drive control were fine-tuned and introduced to other Mitsubishi vehicles after. But all races must come to an end, right? In 2015, as I had mentioned earlier, Mitsubishi announced that the Lancer Evolution 10 would be its final evolution. So to give it a special send-off, Mitsubishi decided to create a limited edition Lancer Evolution. It was called the Final Edition, and it had a 303 horsepower engine. So what made the Lancer Evolution so fast? Every single Lancer Evolutions from generations 1 through 9 used their legendary 4G63T engine. It's a 2-liter 4-cylinder turbocharged engine with an 85mm bore and an 88mm stroke, a dual overhead cam cylinder head configuration, a cast iron block, and a cast aluminum cylinder head. Enthusiasts worldwide will laud its capability to withstand high amounts of boost pressure, producing lots of horsepower even by today's standards. Those of us who are real turbocharging nerds, though, will always enjoy that cast iron block for its capabilities, but truly, the 4G63's volumetric efficiency, or VE, is what makes it such a great engine. So real quick, what is VE? Well, VE in internal combustion engine engineering is defined as the ratio of the mass density of the air-fuel mixture drawn into the cylinder at atmospheric pressure during the intake stroke to the mass density of the same volume of air in the intake manifold. The term is also used in other engineering contexts such as hydraulic pumps and electrical components. So in English, volumetric efficiency in an internal combustion engine design refers to the efficiency in which the engine can move the charge of fuel and air in and out of the cylinder, essentially. Think of it like that. It's how well it moves it across the engine, uh, across the head, in, in and out of the uh, cylinder. It's very important. If you improve VE or volumetric efficiency, you do improve horsepower. So they've got great engines. 16 years of ripping up the rally scene. People who tune these things to 1200 plus horsepower. In the end, it's just a rock solid platform. Sure, the interiors have always sucked, but that's not why you bought that car, right? I mean, let's be honest. You bought it for a pure driving experience. It's a shame that these vehicles had to be discontinued, unlike their nemesis, the Subaru WRX SDI. So join us after the break where I'll discuss the Evo a bit more. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Welcome back to The Crankcase. Thanks for joining us. Normally, this is the area where the conclusion would be coming in, but I kind of want to touch on this car a little bit more and um, the rivalry that I had mentioned earlier between uh, the, the Evo and the WRX STI. The Subaru WRX STI is, in my opinion, the counterbalance, the, the, the competitor to the Evo, uh, the direct competitor, I should add. I will be creating an episode for the WRX. Um, I, I'm lucky enough to have friends that own both the Evo and the WRX, so I get a really good comparison of the two vehicles. And um, both of my friends who, who own those cars are, are both enthusiastic about tuning them. So I get to actually see them improve their horsepower numbers over time. It's nice to see that the rivalry, in, in a manner of sorts, still continues to go. Um, Subarus have a completely different engine layout than Evos. They're both four-cylinder turbocharged engines. However, Subaru uses a flat four or a boxer layout, which produces a much different sound and, uh, for all intents and purposes, creates an entirely different animal to deal with, with when dealing with high-horsepower applications. It has a great center of gravity. Um, great to drive, uh, but they feel completely different than Evos. It's, it's, in my opinion, a night and day difference. Those cars are great. They're just as awesome as Evos, but for entirely different reasons. 
I appreciate the fact that Subaru's kind of kept the brand and kept kept them going. Um, and the fact that people still buy them, I think, is great. Mitsubishi is a company that has had to basically discontinue and kill the Evo. Uh, it's a bit of a shame, uh, but I understand why they had to do that. You got to understand that Mitsubishi has never been a market leader in the United States. And producing a car like the Evo is a very, very expensive endeavor, especially when you're talking about a model car that doesn't sell in very high volumes. Evos are kind of, are kind of like all engineered for their drivetrain, brakes, and engine. And then basically everything else is just garbage for all intents and purposes. I mean, it's a very, very bare bones machine. But even that is financially taxing for a company like Mitsubishi. They're at a threshold right now where they need to decide where they need to be in the 21st century. And right now, making high horsepower vehicles isn't what's basically paying the bills for them. They killed the Lancer Revolution to focus more on crossovers, SUVs, and the electrification of vehicles. I don't know which of those three is going to be a winning bet for them. Um, I hope something of those three does pay off for Mitsubishi so that they can eventually go back to the drawing board and go back to creating really exciting vehicles. Because uh, right now they're a brand that, um, you know, you, you if you listen to the last podcast, I mentioned that Mercedes-Benz is a brand right now that I'd be looking to buy in 2020. Mitsubishi is definitely not a brand I'd be looking to buy in 2020. Unless I was looking to buy an old Evo for a project or just to own as a fun car. So in conclusion, the Evo really was a purpose-built rally machine made by a company not really known for making memorable, remarkable vehicles. The rivalry between Evos and Subarus is a rivalry that from my generation growing up on Gran Turismo was, was really, really cool to see going into even my early adulthood. I'm happy that my friends have the cars that they have so that I can continue to see that as I had mentioned earlier. I can kind of see that battle progress, I should say. Are Evos cool to you? I've always loved them as I've made it pretty obvious. If you don't like them, you're wrong. That said, I want to know what your two cents are on this. Do you think they're cool? Do you think they suck? Head on over to the Instagram. Head on over to at the crane case. Smash that follow button. While you're on Instagram, go ahead and over to at work media. That's at Z-W-E-R-C media. Smash that follow button too while you're at it, because I said so. I'm Carrillo. This is the crane case. We were just talking about Evos. I'm signing out into the next episode. Thanks for listening.